0: Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and I'm here with comic Ariel Evans. Ariel Evans, how the hell are you? Good, how are you doing? Oh good. Let, real quick, let's plug your comedy up top. If people are in New York City, where can they see you do stand up but also where can they find you online if they're not lucky enough to be in the area?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I performed all over a lot of bar shows. You can find me at the Comic Strip Live, uh oh. at the stand a little bit. Okay. So yeah, just out here grinding online, uh Ariel dot com on Instagram, Ariel eight.
0: Diamond yeah. Diamond Evans eight. Yeah. Okay. Diamond like the diamond hearing.
1: Yes. Okay. It's an yeah. alter ego.
0: Okay. Yeah. So do you go by Diamond in your comedy act? And kind of what kind of comedy can people expect if they go in an Ariel Evans show?
1: Yeah. So I just go by my regular name, Ariel Evans, okay. on stage. Okay. I would describe my comedy kind of as like social commentary, but then I talk a lot about my family and upbringing, things like that. So oh, good.
0: And that is probably, um, as far as social commentary, does it get political? And, and what's your outlook on, you know, the current Democratic primary impeachment? And does that inform your comedy at all? And do you talk about it on stage? Do you find and you can make it funny?
1: <laughs> Sometimes it's so absurd that it's just funny itself. <laughs> uh, so I try to make it funny. I, I definitely talk about politics on stage, but I try to look at it in a different lens because, you know, everybody has a Trump joke and everybody does a Trump joke. So yeah. I try to find more interesting stories or more stories that kind of annoy me and then try to find the funny in that. So kind yeah. of a different look at it.
0: And how, yeah, how can you even be more funny than Trump? <laughs> it's,
1: honestly, it's hard. His Twitter game is on point. So yeah. <laughs> it's uh, definitely hard to be funnier. Uh, I usually find that the supporting characters in the administration are pretty funny and absurd. Yeah, like
0: Kellyanne Conway and her husband and things like that. Yeah,
1: like Ben Carson. Oh, that's gosh. another.
0: <laughs> he's still around. Is he's at HUD? Or...
1: He's at HUD. Okay, uh, when, I he's think not he's...
0: Bu- when he's not furnishing the entire building with expensive gold <laughs> and leather.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think his game plan is just to be quiet yeah. so they forget he's there.
0: Yeah, I think Trump likes that. He appreciates that. He doesn't want people on his megaphone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and as
0: far as the Democratic primary, who do you think is going to emerge, and who do you think has just got no shot in hell? I mean, do we think Ooh. Pete Buttig- Buttigieg is anything, or do we think he's a couple cycles away from being a couple cycles away?
1: Uh, I can't say for we. I don't think he'll be uh, up top, like high on the ticket, something like top oh, he three. He could
0: even be. Oh, could, I don't but, think, but he could he be a vice president. <laughs>
1: Ooh, I it depends who wins, that. though. Yeah. I
0: suppose, like if Kamala Harris, you know, stayed in and she won, maybe a yeah. judge would be okay. But I mean, do you think Biden's guy? Do you think one of the the socialist candidates can beat him know. out? I think or it will Cl- be... Klobuchar or whatever her yeah. name is. She saw. I mean,
1: yeah, I don't really care for Senator <laughs> Klobuchar, okay. but um, I would say top would probably be like Biden, Sanders, Warren. Okay, But then, honestly, I, mean, I don't know anything. Like, nobody knows anything because in 2016, we all thought something different was going to happen. Yeah, so.
0: and then Trump won and he could win again. Like, do you think there's anything that he could do to lose it? Or do you think um, <laughs> you think he's going to win regardless?
1: Um, I don't think there's anything he could do to lose it. I feel yeah. like he's already done that, ten yeah, time's yeah, over. <laughs> so, yeah, and
0: so he can't do any worse and he still might win anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, and why do you think that is? I mean, do you, after Trump got elected, um, he beat Hillary, do you think you saw your audience in a different way? Mm-hmm. I mean, did you wake up that morning thinking, I thought everybody in my audience was a certain way and now I, I, I'm not so sure, especially if you venture outside of New York City?
1: I would say, I wouldn't say I think of my audience differently, but I am more aware of it because before the election things have gotten you know people have gotten very passionate on both sides and so I try to kind of not be in the middle because you can tell where I stand politically in my comedy but try to I don't know hit both sides essentially because both sides do absurd things and so I try to kind of not isolate people in my comedy but you know enjoy things i can laugh at like one thing i talk about trump is like he's just an unattractive person and i think everybody can agree with that no matter where you stand and And, so
0: you're saying how he looks or how he acts like unpleasant um by nature or just he he looks like a just a pumpkin with him
1: i mean i think both but i just think he looks gross i don't think you know people on the right will be like oh trump is hot yeah so i think that's a fair shot at him
0: yeah and i think so too and then um as far as impeachment goes, do you think the Democrats are overplaying their hand? Do you think he'll just be acquitted quickly in the Senate and he'll get reelected anyway, one of the few who got impeached and then got reelected?
1: Yeah, I think...
0: And how is that going to play at the ballot box? Do we think uh, moderates are going to, you know, be turned? Or are they going to kind of leap to his defense because he comes off as a sympathetic figure, if, that, if that's possible?
1: Yeah, I don't think that. I think both sides will use this kind of as a rallying cry. Okay. So the Democrats will be like, look what we did. We right. impeached him. Right. The Republicans will be like, look, they're trying to attack him and take yeah. him out of office. It's all political. It's not actually based on anything. And yeah, so, they couldn't
0: win at the ballot box. and so now they need to take him out via some uh, con- congressional inside baseball.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I would be surprised, honestly, if the impeachment passed through the Senate. Oh, right. right. I don't. I think. Yeah, in order for the the Democrats to get the support, I don't know if they'll get it.
0: And then a couple things that could happen is, number one, I think senators are required to be there during the trial, Mm -hmm. which could take several senators off the campaign trail, and I guess that would hurt everybody, but... Pete Buttigieg and then who else? I suppose and Yang is still out there.
1: Biden.
0: Oh yeah, Biden. So I suppose yeah. it will just, you know, any lead he will bank it by just staying out on the road. Yeah. And but, but and by the same token, I think Republican senators, certain of them are up for re-election too. So it could keep them away from their state. Um, but do you think kind of a show trial without any witnesses will hurt um you know, Republicans' chance to keep the Senate, and of course, I'd be all for that. But do yeah. you think um, B- McConnell even has to put up a good show of it by maybe? I mean, he's not going to call what Bolton or whoever that yeah, uh, yeah. that fired guy who wants to what Josh Bolton. I guess it's not,
1: uh, it? J- John Bolton. I yeah, there,
0: there was also the Josh Bolton who's oh, the chief of yeah, staff yeah. for Bush that yeah. I just in a documentary. But John Bolton, he yeah, had the walrus-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he won't call him. But do you think they're they're going to try to call a couple people to make it look good?
1: I think they will. I think if. They're smart and they play their cards right. They will play it. To, it's kind of similar the way I think you saw in the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah. Well, they put up a good show and a good face, yeah. but anybody could tell that actually was an actual investigation. So I think they'll go along those lines, I think that would be a smart political move for them to do.
0: And what do you think about that? Like the whole McConnell uh, tanking Merrick Merrick Garland, you know, he didn't (laughs) consider Obama's final nominee for the Supreme Court, but then he just rammed Kavanaugh through. I mean, justices are super important. You know, I went to law school, so the the only thing you learn is that the Supreme Court of the United States is just the important mm-hmm. entity. And so is there, do you think Democrats are just too too bad at this? Are we too weak? Are we too squeamish? I think they said that on the West Wing. I think Josh, the, the Josh character on West Wing said, we're, the, the other side is just better at it than we are. Do you think Democrats don't play tough enough? And could they play tougher, especially if a comic were writing their material?
1: I absolutely think they do. I have, I actually have, do have a joke that okay. I think Democrats are the worst because I think they're weak. Yeah. And I go and kind of comparing like things Republicans don't think Democrats would do. And I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I I usually vote Democrat, but I, so I do think they're weak, and I think we you know take some things out of their handbook. As far as like Merrick Garland and that situation, I think looking at it, I think it was a great political move for yeah. Mitch McConnell to do. It was that was beautiful, beautifully executed. As a person who doesn't support it, I'm like, this is the most frustrating thing. Yeah. Because the Supreme Court will change our lifetimes, change the future lifetime it has such right. a huge effect on everybody's life, So like that. And,
0: and even they're not considering uh, what the, I think all the Republican attorney generals and the Trump administration just wrote some sort of amicus brief or whatever asking the Supreme Court not to consider the Obamacare ruling before the election. I did because, that. Yeah, because when they win the election, they'll be like, see that the, you know, the American public's on our side, we have a mandate, but also they want to piss people off who get their health care taken away before the election. But then again, I think the Democrats are going to use it as a rallying cry anyway. Mm-hmm these people are suing to take away, you know, they're suing to demolish Obamacare. you got to come to the, the ballot box. And, and what is a human right? I mean, do you think uh, healthcare care is an American right? And do you think privacy is too? Because that's kind of the next Supreme Court issue. Like, you know, social media, privacy, things like that's buying via Amazon Ring yeah. things on their door. I mean, do you think privacy and healthcare care are a human right?
1: Yeah, I definitely think uh, healthcare is a human right. I think privacy needs to be protected. And I don't I don't know where that line is. There's like a fine line between like making things more accessible in all aspects, but there's also, like, protecting people's privacy. And yeah. so, like, where is that line? I think, you know, we can't just let, you know, big tech hold themselves accountable because they've yeah. proven time after time that they cannot hold themselves accountable. So there needs to be some kind of regulation around that. I don't know what the sweet spot is.
0: And it's not. The the Supreme Court of Republican Justices are probably not the people, <laughs> too. And they, they are going to be the people who, you know, find that line yeah. and they'll pick the case that makes it easier for the, them to chip away at all the, you know, abortion and things like that. Yeah. Um, if you were to um run for office and just be hilarious doing it, um what would the is it Ariel Evans or It's Ariel. Ariel. Yes. Ariel Evans, I've been saying it wrong. No, now, not that. If Ariel Evans were on the ballot box, what would be her signature issue? What would be the one thing she cares about and can she make that funny? Oh. Because Ariel <laughs> Evans for a comedian of the year, it's gotta be uh memorable. Like what what's in your act that yeah. makes you unique and what makes it hilarious for us to walk away shaking our head being like, Ariel Evans, she's, she's the diamond.
1: Yeah. I like I like that callback. That was a nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for – I'm going to take the unique aspect of my comedy because I think that's the easier one. I think that I just bring a different perspective. And like the fact that I did used to work in politics. I'm a black woman from Seattle. There's not many – I mean, I'm definitely not the only person out there doing
0: not that. Not many <laughs> black women from Seattle <laughs> yeah. with a background in politics in New York City comedy.
1: True. Right. Yeah. And so I bring that definitely unique perspective and I try to kind of tell my story, but also make it funny and make it relatable and try to, you know, open people's, not eyes or mind, but to a different kind of. Different kind of backgrounds, different kind of people in the way. Because people, when they see me on stage, they expect one thing, but then they get another thing.
0: So what are they expecting and what are they getting?
1: Um, I think that people have traditionally and sometimes stereotypically associated black comics with being just, like, super hype and, like, in your face and kind of maybe raunchy. And that's, like, I'm, like, the complete opposite. I'm, like, a low-energy comic. That's kind of, you know, I talk slowly. I talk about more deeper issues until it's kind of, like, longer-form jokes. And so just having that kind of different aspect and, you know, obviously... Black comedians are very different, wide range, but people have this because of what they see on TV and what they've, you know, grown up with have this kind of view of the way black comedians should be.
0: And I, yeah, just to say, you're more Chappelle than Heart or Rock in, yeah. as far as your delivery. And I just saw what, what's her name? Mar- Mariel. What, what, there was a comic. What the fuck? What the fuck is her name? Oh, oh, my gosh. Miriam. Uh, m- Oh, I'm just fucking spacing. But she was a she's a comic. I think she's a person of color, and she did, um, I almost think it was Awkward Comedy Show with Vic Varnado, Hannibal mm. Burris, and and um, Eric Andre back in 2011. I just caught him. Mariana Franklin. Oh, uh, Have, yeah, Marina her, Franklin. Marina Franklin. There it is. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad we got there eventually. <laughs> I, was just, I was not picking I a name. I thought it may be her.
1: Head. I was like, yeah. I think it may be like Marina, but I'm not. Cause... Marina Franklin. Yes, and I, I I mean, she's her. a
0: little bit more low-key, too, and she came from Chicago, so she has a diverse background, too. Yeah. So, I mean, did you kind of, um, you know, are you at all like her on stage?
1: Um, I would say she's definitely a thousand times funnier than me but I would say she's that good, yeah. that kind of like our presence is similar okay. I remember the first time I saw her I was like oh what You're, she's amazing and it like reminded me of myself and like how I want to be oh, like good. in a few years so I love you yeah, I love Marina Franklin I would I would say yeah we have similar styles
0: well then we will track your career to make sure that you turn out <laughs> like is it Mariana Franklin I forgot it Marina Marina Franklin yeah. but the person we want to see in the future is uh, Arielle Evans working. <laughs> Can people find you again? Ariel Evans.com?
1: ArielleEvansComedy.com. Okay. Uh, on Instagram, ArielleDiamondEvans8. On Twitter, Arielle diamond 8
0: She's got it all and I mean, she's got it locked in her brain. She's been explaining because <laughs> there might be more than – there might be lesser Arielle Evans out there.
1: Yes. Okay, thank you so
0: much, Arielle, for coming in. We'll uh, we'll be on the lookout for everything you have in the future and whether or not you turn out like this Mariana – Marina Franklin. So thank Marina. You, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay.